Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. The basketball season is back, and BetOnline remains your number one spot for basketball and football action this season. Head to the new, updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. From basketball, football, baseball, NHL, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, where the game starts. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night. However and whenever it is, you may be listening. Thank you for stopping into another fantabulous episode of the Take It Easy podcast live on the Believe Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, October 19th, right smack in the middle of the best month of the year, at least in terms of our content creation, because we got so much content going on. We got to take a break from playoff baseball. Are the Braves actually going to do it? Are the Red Sox actually going to do it? Are the Boston Red Sox going to average 10.5 runs a game for the entire series against the Astros pitching staff that I said wasn't going to be a problem? But now they don't have Lance McCullers and it's starting to look like a problem? Who knows? But we're going to have to put baseball to the side for today. We're going to have to put the NFL to the side for today, even though Sean McDermott is officially a member of the Punting is for Cowards Club, joining Lane Kiffin and Brandon Staley and Frank Reich, because Sean McDermott goes for it on fourth and one when he can kick a field goal and go to overtime. And by the way, it was a chip shot field goal too for people who didn't watch it. No, Sean McDermott goes for it. Brian Dable goes for it. Overtime is for cowards. Ties are for cowards. Field goals are for cowards. And kicking is for cowards. And uh, the Bills have subscribed to that philosophy. Also, Josh Allen, how could you not get a half a yard with your gigantic body? I get it, but Tom Brady never misses those. And Tom Brady ain't Josh Allen. Don't understand it. Fun fact that I posted over on Comical Sports Memes, which you can follow, download. I'm sure most of you came here from Comical Sports. But if you haven't followed us on Instagram, you should. 67% of all Buffalo Bills losses across the last two years have been by either the Titans or the Chiefs. The only other two were the Kyler Hale-Murray and the Pittsburgh Steelers game to start this season because, of course, those are the two games that the Pittsburgh, that the Buffalo Bills have lost because football. Sometimes that's just going to happen. But 67% of all losses, twice against the Titans, twice against the Chiefs, seems to be the path of least resistance for the Buffalo Bills. And Derrick Henry is a madman, and I needed 24 fantasy points, and Derrick Henry gave me 38, because that's how Derrick Henry works in fantasy football. I passed on him last year for Michael Thomas, wasn't going to make that mistake again. But we have to put football to the side today. 
Why? Because one, we have a massive story in college football we're going to talk about on the A block, but B, we have an NBA preview to get to because tonight is the NBA tip-off. And we have said for now a couple of years, I think it was when I was uh, doing an entire podcast on Kristaps Porzingis' return to New York that we realized back in 2019 as if an epiphany moment, regular season basketball just doesn't matter. Hasn't mattered since 2019. Hasn't mattered through a pandemic. Hasn't mattered through the fact that this is the third NBA season to start within 365 days, which is kind of stupid. But within 365 days, this is going to be the third NBA season to play. And we don't care about regular season basketball, but at least the NBA does opening night well. Like, we're going to get Nets and Bucks to kick off, and those are the two teams that really matter because they have the two players that really matter. So that's going to make it super fun. And then we get Warriors and Lakers, which, of course, is going to be fun because it's the return of Klay Thompson. It's Russell Westbrook with the Lakers. At least they give us the good matchups on opening night to make things a little bit fun. That's something you can get up for is the Bucks nets matchup because you're going to get four of them throughout the season. In two of them, you're not going to get James Harden or Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant, but or maybe one of them Giannis won't play. But at least you get some faction of it. Obviously, there's going to be no Kyrie Irving for the Nets, but at least you get Harden, Durant, and Giannis, and that might be the best you can ask for throughout the season. Part of why NBA regular season doesn't matter is because we know those teams are really good. And not all of them are going to play in the same game or even get up for the first game of the season. But this is the closest you're going to get. So I will definitely be watching that on the first screen. And then second screen will be play, uh, playoff baseball, depending on how that Braves-Dodgers game goes in the afternoon on Tuesday. So we'll see. Well, I guess that's today. Yeah, all the games are today. We'll get to that. DSD is going to help us break down the start of the NBA season. First, I wanted to talk real quick about Nick Rolovich which may be a name some of you know, maybe some of you don't. But Nick Rolovich was the Washington State coach for a couple of years, and he had a tumultuous tenure as Washington State's coach. And he's only 41 years old. But when you talk about culture wars in society at large, which then stretches down to football, especially that type of football. I mean, we saw what happened with John Gruden last week in a version of culture wars. But even further, you take it to Nick Rolovich, who's 41 years old, but represents an old guard in college football, built on the coach has all of the power in the relationship with the player, of which they still do, but players are getting more power, such as transfer possibilities, name, image, and likeness laws. It's a step in the right direction for labor empowerment in a sport where labor is being exploited, or really just an industry where labor is being exploited, if we want to really dumb it down. It's an industry where you can only make 16 cents on the dollar, according to a Drexel University study in 2017, which is getting better because of name, image, and likeness, but still is nowhere satisfactory to what players should be able to make. And you also don't have power within the relationship with your coach, or at least your, or I should I say coach, but it's really power within your employer, which is a story of America at large. But Rolovich kind of embodies this culture war phase out of the sport because Rolovich comes from the June Jones camp and Google June Jones. There's some interesting stuff around him, but he's the crazy offense guy from Hawaii. And Rolovich was the coach at Hawaii and they won the Mountain West a couple of years ago. And Rolovich got the job at Washington State. And then the pandemic happened. Before he ever got to coach a game, before he got to do like big-time recruiting, 
the pandemic happened. His first season was 2020. Mike Leach left to Mississippi State in the end of 2019. Rolovich was hired at the start of 2020, if I remember correctly. Maybe it was the end of 2019, but still. For the 2020 season was supposed to be his first. And then Rolovich ends up being in a controversy with uh, one of his wide receivers. Uh, I believe the name is Cassidy Woods. And Cassidy Woods records a conversation he has with Rolovich in regards to him being opti- him opting out of the 2020 season because he has sickle cell anemia. And the conversation then divulges into what was at the time the Pac-12 Players Coalition, which in the aftermath of the summer of George Floyd and racial protests across America and things that happened with Mike Gundy and Kirk Ferentz and people being willing to speak out against their coaches. It became a coalition of players who were thinking they were going to organize in regards to um, college football players and college football representation among college football players as like a union of sorts, which is difficult because college players have phased out. I think back in the 1990s, the Northwestern football team tried to unionize and it didn't work. And so there have been people working behind the scenes to help in terms of improving labor rights within college football. But this was a movement that felt like it had some potential and it ended up dying out just like the rest of them. But at the time, it looked like the Players Coalition was going to be something that would help create change in college sports, which there was some successes, maybe not from them specifically, but just some successes from bringing people together, whether it's the one-time transfer rule or whether it's name, image, and likeness laws with help of state representation. Things like that are helping to basically achieve the goal of stop players from being broke and stop keeping overwhelmingly black players broke. And so... This is the transcript from Woods' conversation with Rolovich that ends up going viral. And the first thing you learn about Nick Rolovich if you follow college football is Nick Rolovich having this terrible public moment where Woods tells him, quote, I just wanted to inform you I'll be opting out of playing this season. I just wanted to give you a heads up so you won't be caught blindsided. But the reasoning is, you know, the concerns with my health because I'm pretty sure you probably don't know. But first and foremost, I have sickle cell. So, and like with all this COVID stuff, it affects the respiratory system. And really, we really don't know much about the virus within itself. So I just don't feel like there's not enough in place for me to be safe, you know, and for sure that I'd be able to play. So that's the main reason why I'm opting out. Rolovich, I got nothing wrong with that. That's why I told you guys this shit, this part, I don't care. Now, are you going, are you going to be joining this Pac-12 football unity movement? Is that what it is? Yes, sir. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going to be that's going to be an issue if you align with them as far as future stuff. Because the COVID stuff is one thing, but um, joining this group is going to put you on a uh, on a. That's obviously you know you get to keep your scholarship this year, but it's going to be different. You know, if you if you say I'm opting out because of COVID, I'm good. But this group is going to change how things go in the future for everybody, at least at our school, which is basically saying, you know, you're not, you can't align with this group without having basically just quelling the labor unionization. It's basically just someone squashing a union right here. So, um, so just think about that is if it's about getting paid and not about racial justice and that stuff, then it's probably, it's there's two sides. There's two sides here. 
And then Woods replies, yes, sir. Okay, so it's not, you know, there's one way we'll handle it if it's COVID-related, and then there's one way we're going to handle it if it's joining this group. So I appreciate you letting me know. Okay, and then goes on to basically say, are you going to go home? No, I'm not going to go home. I was just informing you that I'd be opting out of the season. I'm still going to do workouts and stuff. It's just I don't feel comfortable traveling and doing all that. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to be with the team this year. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I can't. I don't I don't think it's a good look for everybody. This guy's still working out with us, but he's not playing. So it sends too much of a mixed message moving forward. Well, if I may ask, how does it send a mixed message? That's Woods, Rolovich. Because uh, you're really playing this year for the team. You know what I mean? And you have your reasons, and I'm fine with that. But I don't think you being included in everything we're doing is going to be how we want to move forward. We kind of want to be one team in that. So... We'll have to alleviate. You'll probably have to get your stuff out of your locker room. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And so it adds to another. The less people we can have around, the better chance we'll have this season. If you're not going to play, then we're going to use the resources on guys that are going to play this year. And so he ends up transferring. He's filed a lawsuit against Washington State over discrimination over civil rights. And this is the thing. And this is the thing that ends up being bad look for Rolovich because he kicks the guy off a team in an effort for unionization and for speaking out against racial just injust, racial injustice and civil rights. And so that's their first introduction to Rolovich. And then he's the anti-vax guy and he's the coach who doesn't get the vaccine. And Rolovich was terminated with cause on Tuesday because all state employees in Washington state are required to get a vaccine. He would not get a vaccine stating private reasons, the cliche way that most people who are anti-vax, at least in this case, have. It's the cliche way that people associate anti-vaxing people. It's like, I don't want to get a vaccine. It's a private decision. I'm also not going to wear a mask. And Rolovich ends up getting terminated with cause because all state employees are required to be vaccinated in Washington state. And so Rolovich ends up leaving Washington state over not getting the vaccine and creating a a bit of turmoil within the program itself because Washington state was pretty divided on this issue. So for people who don't know the, the politics around Washington state, Washington state is a Washington as the state is predominantly Democrat. They have a supermajority within most of their congressional seats and state representation. But Eastern Washington, which is where Pullman is, which is where Washington State University is, is is the overwhelmingly conservative portion of Washington. And this is like rural Washington of sorts. Pullman is kind of in the middle of nowhere in the state of Washington. It's kind of been the joke about it that Washington State University had to be put in the middle of basically nowhere, as a lot of weird situations happen with state schools. And so Washington State has a split between university representation at the highest levels, which leans overwhelmingly progressive, and the city of Pullman and surrounding areas itself, which is overwhelmingly conservative. And so you have an interesting cultural clash at the head of that, where they hire a Mike Leach, who's a kooky guy who may or may not have been QAnon supporter, and then they hire Rolovich, knowing full well where Rolovich's politics kind of stood on all this stuff, where he's an old guard guy, even though he's 41, with very tribalist conservative ideals within the sport about power dynamics of a college coach, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so 
this ends up being a clash that ends up being a loss for Washington State. And who knows where they end up going with the next hire. I think after math, they just tried to hire another Mike Leach. And it didn't work out because Mike Leach... At Mike Leach is charismatic in one way, but Mike Leach has proven himself as a stronger coach. And maybe Rolovich would have worked out because the funny part of all of this is that Washington State, the projected sixth place finisher in the Pac-12 North, is actually in first place right now in the Pac-12 North because the Pac-12 is just a chaos conference that we make fun of every week on Memes of the Weekend. So maybe Washington State, currently first place in the Pac-12 is going to do well even without Rolovich, but it's just a wacky, kooky situation where Washington State, at a certain point, just had enough, and if he wasn't going to get vaccinated, then adios, see you later, we'll find someone else, and you don't have to pay him, which is a victory, which, by the way, Rolovich was the highest paid state employee in the entire Washington State, and this is only because the head coach at Washington, Jimmy Lake, was an assistant under Chris Peterson and didn't get a massive pay upgrade when he got promoted to head coach. So that was a weird situation that played out. Only in 2021 do we see a situation like this at the behest and power struggle in college football. Because Ed Orgeron got fired and that wasn't that wasn't having anything to do with college football. It seemed like a lot of that had to do with just the traditional reasons coaches get fired. Even champion coaches like Ed Orgeron, which is... What have you done for me lately? And you're doing some creepy stuff around the organization and the team, which is not great given the school that you're working at right now. And you're also the defendant in a Title IX lawsuit, which I don't think had anything to do with Orgeron's firing. I think it it made it easier to cut bait after the fact. And so Orgeron's firing isn't quite the same way as Rolovich because nothing is the same as Rolovich. Rolovich got fired over making a stand for anti-vaxxing and for traditional values within college football because we already knew he hit three of the buttons. We knew he hit anti-labor, we knew he hit anti-Black Lives Matter, and we knew he hit anti-vax. So there's a good chance he was hitting most of the conservative pot around these ideas, and ultimately Rolovich couldn't last long enough without butting heads with people in the organization without compromising these principles that he was willing to stand on for whatever his private reasons may be. Although I would argue if you're the highest paid state employee, your private reasons no longer become private. That is part of the job that you sign up for as a public figure employed by the state. But even still, Rolovich ends up bailing on those terms. So that went a little longer than I thought, but great conversation, I feel like. I feel very good in what we did there. So with that being said, let us roll along here with our buddy DSD as we get set for the NBA tip-off here tonight. Also talk a little bit of hockey off the bat, so stick with us there. This was a great podcast. Check out DSD as well. There's a link to that in the description to today's episode, so... Let us roll along into our NBA preview 2021. Boston News. The Bruins just signed Charlie McAvoy for eight years, $9.5 per year, which is like Jesus. a lot of money. Yeah, so for people who don't know, that's like one of the richest contracts in all of the NHL at this point, which McAvoy's yeah, so, really good. but Yeah, but they're betting on him to be like the best defenseman in the league. Like that yeah. is a big boy contract. 
Yeah, that's one of those that can sink your franchise a little bit down the road. Unless Holy you're, crap, that's a lot of freaking money, dude. Yeah, oh what's the NHL God. salary cap at right now? Because I feel like it's not that high. Like that's no, no. Hold on, hold on. I'm. I think the rich. I'm gonna look up the richest contracts. Um, yeah. So on- NHL salary caps at 81. So that would mean like 13 percent of Boston salary cap is going to Charlie McAvoy, which I, I mean, don't know. He is a stud. He is a stud, but like, like they're they're guessing that he's going to be that good. Yeah, I don't know if that um, cap goes up just because the NHL just signed that new TV deal. But uh yeah, I I don't think it went up yet, but I think that it's like projected to go up. Connor, so the highest the highest paid NHL player is uh, Connor McDavid, and it's fifteen million a year. Oh, so that's good crazy. lord! I mean, he's by far the best player in the NHL. But good lord, they, Edmonton's the fifteenth so highest paid NHL player makes ten million a year. So basically, right then and there, he's like a top fifteen highest paid guy. That is insane. You know, that's actually less than I thought. I thought McAvoy was going to be like a top three defenseman or something like that. That's actually slightly less than I thought. But again, I'm not. All right, so we a got hockey expert. So, yeah, no, no, it's fine. No, no, I mean that, that that's a fair assessment. So the highest paid defenseman is Eric Carlson, making fourteen point five million a year. That makes sense. Um, number uh, I am actually stunned that he's on up here. Drew Doughty is making eleven million. Oh yeah, um, love me some Drew Doughty. Twenty fourteen Kings team is my greatest yeah. year of hockey in my life as a fourteen year old watching the Kings win the championship. I never know how to say this guy's name is Roman Josie Yossi. Oh Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi. Yeah. yeah. He makes ten million. Um we're gonna have a fun name with that coming up later, but we'll save that for a bit. That's a tease. But I love Roman Yossi, yes. Is he still well, on the I'm Predators? Ah, sh- uh, yes. Okay. I I'm actually stunned that he's on up there. Uh, what's his name? Um, the guy on the lightning, lightning, the defenseman. He's a freaking beast. Uh, not Yanni Gord, um, right? Wait, what? Not Yanni Gord, right? No, not no. Him. Hold on. I'm the defenseman on the lightning. Wow, this is a good podcast, Cam. Victor Hedman. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I I know a bunch of the lightning now just because I've watched a lot of playoff. I don't think Yanni Gord's on them anymore. I think is no, he I a- don't think so either. Is he on the Kraken? Yeah, he is on the Kraken. Yeah, yeah. That dude, dude. The uh, people don't realize this that like these expansion teams are going to be are good right out of the jump. They get like good players, like like good ones. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to be as good as like Vegas. Like Vegas was no, like a no, no, weird no. But they're, they're going to be they're going to be competitive for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like the, the NHL set up the expansion rules to make the team good immediately. They didn't want them to suck for years and years right, let's put right it, let's put it this way victor hedman i would say is like I, I i don't know if he's the best defenseman but he's like up there he is making eight million per year so charlie mcavoy is making a million and a half more than him like that is a reach bro they they're expecting charlie mcavoy to be like legitimately the best defenseman in the nhl which i think you kind of have to play that game it's kind of similar like the jamal murray signing when they did it they were like whoa why are you giving him that contract then he ends up being like a <laughs> jamal stud. murray and then again with michael porter they've done it twice now with the nuggets yeah. <laughs> like yeah one of them's gonna be good we can trade well, the, the nuggets other one. the the nuggets do have do a pretty good job there of like dealing with their assets but that's well uh, ironically that was the first question i was going to ask you for the nba preview is who's the second best team in the west and why is it the denver nuggets (laughs) um yeah yeah probably 
I mean, it's either them or Golden State or Phoenix. Like, there's it's just no good teams after the Lakers. They're just all kind of Jazz, middle of the baby. pack. Oh God, no, not you. Let's not do this with Utah. Yeah, <laughs> let's not do this. Hey, with I, hey, Utah. I actually think the Nuggets are better than the Lakers. <sighs> Can you give me a reason for it? I really don't think the Westbrook thing is going to work out. I really don't. I really? just think that like that. I, I don't think it's going to be a bad signing by any means. Um, because I, I think he's going to be a good fit, but I just feel like, you know, they truly need Anthony Davis to be the best player in the, in the world. If they want to be as good as they are, because LeBron's getting worse. I'm not saying he's like a bad player, but he's still a top five player, but yeah, I, who is the person who said like LeBron is like a top, barely a top eight player now? I forgot who said that, but I was looking at it. I'm I mean, like, I, I don't know about saying that, but it was someone. I think it was someone on Fox Sports, and they, they were getting Probably aggregated Nick Wright or something. No, Nick Wright's the LeBron lover. Nick Wright's the yeah, the, I know, the Nick LeBron defender. Boom. I love I, I love Nick Wright only because I don't watch any of his television. I just love yeah, Nick Wright terrible. as a person. <laughs> Nick Wright. Oh Nick Wright has figured out the game here in in how to how to be famous and not be just Skip Bayless, where he's just literally a Twitter troll now. His next evolution of his career was just becoming a Twitter troll, and Nick Wright actually it, and is, he does it masterfully. Yeah. Yeah, like Stephen, we're like, what's the next evolution of Stephen A. Smith? And, you know, some people say he's going to be a talk show host. Skip Bayless just went full into, I'm just going to be an internet troll. I'm just going to be LeChoke. I'm just yeah. going to be the guy in the internet comment section who everyone hates. I'm going to be that guy <laughs> because yep, just absolutely. to get aggregated. And even still, like, uh, what was I talking about before that? Uh, oh, Anthony Davis. That's right. Uh, Anthony Davis at least needs to be better than Joel Embiid. That's kind of what their hope is, is he could yeah. be an MVP candidate, which yeah, if injuries derail him, so be it. Oh, I remember LeBron, uh, like LeBron's not that far down. Cause like the eighth best player in the league right now is like Jokic. And yeah. I'm like, it's not that far off, but also it's no, not no. correct. No, but I mean, yeah. but I just, I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, Jokic might even be higher than eight at this point. The Lakers are the Lakers are deep though. They have a good bench. They have a good. Yeah. Some, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I just I just don't I just don't trust it. I need to see. I need to see it. But I do think the Nuggets are like. I'll tell you this. I think that the so if you go player for player on the Lakers versus the Nuggets, I think that the Nuggets have a better coach than um, Vogel. I think I think Malone's better. And if you go now, you go play for player. Who's the first player you take off the list? It's probably Anthony Davis, right? That's the first guy you take. <sighs> then, yeah, I God, all three of them get, are tough, th- though. Yeah, then and th- you got to go with Jokic. It's just disrespectful. It's it's no, it would be disrespectful to LeBron though. That's disrespectful. I don't to know. LeBron. He won the MVP last year. I know, but it was a bit of a fluky MVP. Fair, and everyone else, but got he won hurt. the MVP. <laughs> I know. I just I can't do it yet. I haven't seen okay, enough fine, from LeBron. Fine. So I mean, Anthony Davis, LeBron, then Jokic, then like three players on the on the Nuggets. Well, that's disrespectful to Westbrook, though. Like, yeah, I, 
Oh, I I think Porter's already better than Westbrook. Oh, yeah, no, so? for sure. I'd say it would go Davis, LeBron, the three Nuggets, and then Russell Westbrook. I think yes, that's exactly. Fair. Yeah, no, I exactly. think that's fair. If you want to argue, if you want to, I really argue do Westbrook think Jokic and, and 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 LeBron could be interchangeable. I really do. But that's something that I'm not. No, they I guess are in that same tier. They're in the same yeah. second tier of stars. So is Anthony Davis, to be fair. But we just look. Yeah, at but Anthony Davis. is a, cut, a different cut. He's just he's just different. Anthony Davis and Jokic are in very similar places in their career right now. Like, I agree, but Anthony Davis is more talented. I think just has more stuff and more every factor. Yeah. Every time I bring up those two people, I always get flashbacks to the 2020 bubble series where that game two, when Anthony Davis hits the three pointer at the buzzer. Yeah, I keep getting legendary. flashbacks just because. Davis and Jokic scored the last 22 points yeah. of the entire game. And I saw that. That, that was like, a legendary finish. People don't, people don't realize how epic that was. I agree yeah. with you. No, it's I'm, one of those few, it's one of those few games I remember from the playoffs. I mean, there's more. I remember the, uh, I remember the Luca one too, when he hit the game winner over the, the Clippers, Clippers one. Yeah. And then they just didn't have a chance in the next two games. Yeah. Like, they did have the one Trey Burke game in there too, but you have that, you've got, the two against the Celtics with Bam and Tyler Hero and Ugh. Jimmy Butler the in the finals. One. The Bam one killed me. Ugh. Yeah, Bam's block. We could throw that yeah. in there. Freaking, yeah. Broke it. He literally broke his wrist, basically. Nope, but it's not broken, right? It's just, nope, I'm just going to block Jason Tatum, and that's yeah. how we're going to go to the finals in the Celtics' yeah, that, best that was, chance. That was sick. Yeah, that was brutal and fun, and also I mean, that whole series was awesome. Even though the Heat was going to win the whole way, like it was still a fun series. Like we didn't. Yeah. I, no, we did have that this year. That that set, that Sixers Hawks series was like that, and the Bucks Nets. So we did have a couple of those this year. The point the being, still, was, the the Bucks Nets was the best best. Uh, uh, series in the, of them all, I think. Honestly, oh yeah, no, that should have been the championship. They should have just ended it right there and said, "Yeah, the Bucks, <laughs> the Bucks win the championship." Because those were yeah. the two best teams. They're still the two best teams in the league. The Lakers are right there, I'd say. But even still, yeah. that's just because there's no one else. Good For top in the end West. talent, they're definitely there. For top end talent, absolutely. Yeah, at a certain point, that's all that matters. Like that's the hack yeah, Kevin Durant figured out is like. Everywhere I go, I'm a championship contender because I'm Kevin Durant. Like I can yep. play anywhere and be a championship contender. And LeBron's yep. been that for a decade. I don't know if LeBron's there anymore. Like if LeBron played with, you know, with with Kevin Love and those guys on the Cavs, no, probably he's not, not. He's not that. He's not that yet. Which I mean, is anymore, why. Which is why we think he's in the second tier now, right? And. Also, like for all the invincibility LeBron talk, like I don't want to do the stereotypical LeBron podcast, but even still, like two of the last three years have ended in injury for LeBron. He's not the same. Yeah, I know. Like, invincible. I know. Before, guy. before he never got injured, like ever. Like I legitimately, I used to be like LeBron and Tom Brady, the same guy. They had the similar stuff. Now he gets injured a lot more. Like I mean, in in like in like sample size the past two years has been an injury before that i can't even remember an injury outside of like the cramps for lebron nope there hasn't been one there has not been a catastrophic injury for lebron james in his entire career which is amazing to think about like even kevin durant had a catastrophic injury and you know obviously there's the people who we think of as always hurt like kyrie Irving, even james harden james harden used to play like 81 games a year and be invincible and now he's broken down he's yeah i agree i agree 
Um, all these stars yeah. of our childhood are all breaking down now, or at least my childhood. Yeah. There's more your 20s, but my the stars of my childhood are all old guys now, which is kind of <laughs> weird to think about. Yeah. So, yeah. The, on the Eastern Conference side, who's the third best team? Because Ben Simmons um, is technically back now. He just, Sixers. <laughs> Yeah, did you hear the crazy story about that? That Monday during their preseason game, Elton Brand just got a text is like, yo, Ben's outside. They were like, what? What do you mean Ben's outside? It's like, you, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, Elton Brand. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure this story is verified. I don't remember where, but literally like during their first preseason game, they're like, yo, Ben Simmons is outside. He's like, what the bleep do you mean Ben Simmons is outside? Then, right what do you want to go talk to him? Like, like what happened? No, Ben showed up to get his first COVID test at the team facility in the middle of their preseason game. And they were like, what? <laughs> what is happening now? Um, yeah, I mean, talent wise, they're the third best team. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think they all hate him. They all hate Ben Simmons. So it's going to be it's going to be so I, I just cannot imagine that team being successful just due to the amount of hatred towards Ben Simmons. It's so interesting because. Ben Simmons is okay. There's this other weird story right now that big Ben Simmons has to go through five days of negative testing before he yeah. can actually join the team, which is leading some people to think he might not be vaccinated, which is just oh, another oh, ridiculous oh, story. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I saw that and I didn't want to post it because I wasn't sure about it. But if Ben Simmons is not vaccinated, I don't even care about the vaccination talk. I really don't. I'll tell you this, though. If Ben Simmons is not vaccinated, I hope he's not. For the pure, unbelievable, what the F, Ben Simmons. Like, that would be, that would, lit the the social media would, those apps couldn't handle that. No, it's it's the joke from the Cleveland show where it's like, you just broke Twitter. It literally broke. (laughs) If if he is not vaccinated, like, dude, dude. That would be out of control. I really hope he's not just for that pure like, are you kidding me? I don't even know if his teammates hate him. Like they wanted to go like hash things out with him. Like I don't think yeah, they hate apparently him. Danny Green was like, he needs to say sorry to me for me to be like, it's like, dude, shut up, bro. Yeah, like I don't think they hate him. I just think they look at him and they're just like they feel bad for him. Like, oh yeah, they just look at him as like lesser to a certain point. And oh yeah, Thibel Thibel's like basically said he was like a sacrificial lamb, basically. Yeah, like I I I just think they just look at him like the way that you, they look at him kind of like the coach who's like over a certain guy, and so they like don't correct him or don't do anything like that because they're just like, what can we do? Like we've said, we've told him to shoot, you know, two hundred times. So what is the two hundred and first gonna do? Like he's gonna shoot or yeah. he's not gonna shoot? Like he even actually now that you said that, I think that he even said that. Uh, uh, uh sorry. Um, uh, Danny Green. Danny Green literally said. You know, just just we're not gonna make you shoot, bro. Just say you're sorry. like something along those lines. Like, and I was like, damn, this is this is so talent wise. Back to your original point, they are um, the most sec- the second team. most talented. Or yeah, third most. Yeah, yeah, exactly, third most talented. I think. Yeah, and I I could I can live with that. I could live with the Celtics, even though I know that would be a little homery. And I could live with the Miami Heat. If you said any no, of those the people, Celtics, the Celtics it. and the Heat are I think the same the same tier um i'll tell you this though i do think after our conversation last week 
I looked at the Miami Heat roster. They got a lot better. I I, I kind of forgot they signed PJ Tucker, signed Markeith Morris. Yeah, Marcus Morris was a Mar- uh, was it Marcus, I think they have Marquise, Marquise right? Yeah, because Marcus yeah. got that big contract with the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I do think that it's... Okay, so I'll tell you this. I think that the Celtics have more star power. Like, I just think Jason Tatum by himself is, like, uh, like more important than having a good team. But I think that the, the Heat are deeper, for sure. Yeah. I mean, technically, P.J. Tucker being the fifth best player on a team was good enough to win a championship, but that only happens when Giannis is your best player and not, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is the best player on the Heat? Probably Jimmy still. Uh, like, yeah, him and Bam. Bam yeah, Bam had a rough year last year. Um, Tyler Hero had a really rough year last year. So. Yeah, Tyler, yeah, but Tyler Hero is telling people that he thinks he's the same conversation as... Uh, um, Luca, Ja, ja. I'm like, dude, you're just like taking yourself yeah. your own grade. If that's his mindset, he should at least believe it. Because after you get those guys that are like obviously special, like guys who are drafted between twenty like eighteen and twenty twenty, like who who next do you pick when you're talking? No, about like who I'm could like like next? I'm good with you having that mindset. Like you got to manifest that if you if you believe it, but you just don't go out and tell the public that. I'm sorry. Oh, I think I it. think he's closer on than than we're giving him credit for. Like I know oh, his I, only major performance. No, he's not that. But if you look at the guys after Luca, Trey, Zion, Lamelo, like the Ant Man. After that, who would you pick as like your next star of that generation? Is it R.J. Barrett? <laughs> Is it DeAndre Hunter? Like I, technically, he's not that far off. I don't yeah. think. I but guess there hasn't been not, enough time. Hasn't yeah. been enough time for me to be like him. Oh, you know there's enough I mean? time for me to tell you he's not going to be Luca. Like I know that. Yeah. It's just. Oh yeah. He can be an all-star. He could be a, the yeah. like the Heat the Heat internally believe that he can be Devin Booker. Like that's what they think his ceiling is and oh, that's, I don't think that's a freaking I, th- I think that's a reach, you don't think? I don't think it's unreasonable. Like it's No. It's not unreasonable to I mean, believe. I mean it's a good comp. It's a yeah. good comp. Yeah, I think it's not unreasonable to unreasonable to believe if you think you can develop players really well, which the Miami Heat have not proven they can develop stars really well. Like they can develop like second round picks into like Duncan Robinson and James Johnson, yeah. but and I like role players, yeah. Yeah. I like I don't know how I don't know whether they think they can develop Tyler or if Tyler Hero like Tyler Hero won, he looks really good this year. If you saw like the shirtless photos of him from like last Wait, year to who? this year. Who like Oh yeah, Tyler he, Hero, got, he got bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he looked he like added, he looked like, he hit the weight room. Yeah, he, sure, yeah, he looked like he dropped like five percent body fat this off season. Yeah. So maybe yeah, that he helps. Good. But I don't think it's like totally unreasonable to think Tyler Hero could be an all-star one day and also that you should have traded him for James Harden. Like I don't think it's totally yeah. unreasonable. Yeah, to I think, think I think Tyler Hero is like a like a like his absolute ceiling is like a 2 to 3 time all-star. Like that's like the best possible oh, yeah. case scenario. Oh yeah, no, I agree. And that's not that far off from Luka and that like Clay Thompson made what like four all-stars? Like yeah. it's not But in all fairness, crazy. I think I think Clay Thompson's like disrespected. I think he would be like Fairness, he could be bet. He could be worse on some teams, but I think he's a he's a mo- I think he's a stud. If you want a different team, he would be like an all star, probably like a Chris Middleton type, probably better. Yeah, I think Clay Thompson at one point was probably a top what ten player in the league, maybe. 
yeah, 15, 20, something like that. Yeah. Like he's makes he's, the all star every year. Yeah. Like yeah. that 10 to 15 range is people that we just pencil in for the all star game every year. We're like, oh, who yeah. could who could we put on the all star? Well, we got to put Lillard. Well, we got to put. Yeah, uh, we got to put Clay Thompson. We got to put Devin Booker. Like there's just people that we Jimmy Butler. You just write them in for the all star team. Yeah. yeah. Clay Thompson got that. He made like five straight all star teams. Yeah, so I agree. Tyler Hero could get close to that point. Maybe maybe yep. his ceiling is like a Brandon Ingram, but even that's pretty good for the Heat if he got him at pick 13 Second round or pick, yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or I'm not second round pick, like, I'm sorry, for late first round pick. I mean, that's still good. Yeah, yeah, worked out pretty well. By the way, you mentioned tiers, so I have, uh, have a couple people I'd like to throw at you here. Where would you put the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard? Um... Uh, like tier three, probably something like that. See, tier. This, might, this might be spicy. I have them in tier four. I have them as a wild. Yeah, card I, I mean, I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I, yeah, somewhere around there, three, four. Yeah. So here's the tier three that I have, and you can like. So tier two cuts off at like the Jazz. So like we mentioned, the three East teams, um, the Warriors, Nuggets, Jazz, Suns, Mavericks. Like that's tier yeah. two. So this is the third tier that I have, which is like first round exits. So I've got the Pelicans, the Grizzlies. So so you consider that a tier four, you said? This is tier three. So oh, this, okay. this is like, this is like, so the teams above I call second round exits. They might not all make it because I think there's like 11 teams in the first two tiers and only eight teams can make it to the second round. But like these are teams that mm-hmm. expect to make it to the second round this yeah. year is tier two. So this, these are teams that like should expect to play a seven game series in the first round. So that's Pelicans, Grizzlies, Bulls, Hornets, and Hawks. I, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, but maybe, then, maybe, yeah. maybe the Pacers, but maybe a little bit lower. Yeah. Like it, I, yes. Yes, but that would, so that means the teams that I have like losing in the wild card game. That's Portland, Clippers, Washington, and the New York Knicks are teams I would have losing in the wild card games. So that's like so, nine so, and ten seeds. So you don't have Pacers even making the playoffs this year? No, I have Pacers as a bad team. I, yeah. Bad teams. Here's the tier I have for bad teams. So bad teams. They have a good are, coach though. I think I think Carl has a good coach. Yeah, I just who's the best player on the team? Sabonis, is, probably right. Uh, oh yeah, I, I, Sabonis. Who's the second best player on the team? Forgot about Sabonis uh, real quick. It's a, probably what's his name, Brogdon, probably. Brog, but you could argue Chris Lavert. You could argue T.J. Warren. Like it's yeah. I, I mean, I mean, they're they're a good little team. I I think that they're. I think that I think that the Knicks could be like like not as good as they all. Like they hope they're going to be this year. Yeah. We'll see. I put them as wild card. I mean, I had the Hawks as a first round exit, and they made the conference championship last yeah, year. Yeah, the Hawks. The Hawks are better than both of them, and I and I I think it. The Wizards too. Like I I don't even know what them. They're gonna be like a horrible team in the beginning. Then they're just gonna go on like Bradley Beal is gonna be dropping seventy points a game, and then yeah. they'll be like one game out or something. Yeah, yeah. The, it's gonna come down to the end of the season, and it's gonna be the the Wizards and the Pacers battling it out for a playoff yeah. spot. And we're exactly. all just gonna be hoping Cade Cunningham steals it from him. Like we're just all desperately hoping someone gives us something interesting so that we don't have to watch Wizards or Pacers in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That. So, I, yeah. I think that you, I think your tier 
Well, uh, what tier was the Hawks in? Was that tier that's two? Tier three. Tier, tier three, rather. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a that that's. I think you nailed that. So, what what would you, what's your tier two? Uh, so tier two. It, okay, so I have like one B, which is like I have no idea who the second best team in the West is, but someone's going to make the conference finals, which is like Nuggets, Warriors, Suns. Yeah, where. They should probably. I don't see any way they don't win a first round series, but I don't know which one of them is better than the other. But tier two could be Nuggets, Warriors, Suns, Jazz, Den, uh, Dallas. Um, the yeah, the 70- problem is with problem with all those teams is that one of them's gonna have to play against the other team. It, exactly. Just the, uh, the, yeah. The, yeah. But like they're all good enough to make it. They're yeah. just they all expect they're gonna have to, to play a good. It. Yeah, they yeah. all expect to make the second round of the playoffs. They're not all going to, but they all expect. Yeah, but then, to. but then when the Warriors fall to like the eighth seat or like the like the sixth seat or something, like the uh, whoever's the number three, the poor soul has to play the Warriors in the first yeah. round, like a fully like, loaded Warriors, Warriors play the Jazz, and the Jazz are like, yeah. how did we deserve this or whatever? Yeah, exactly, or or like the Suns or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then the rest of Tier Two also has Miami, Boston, Philadelphia. So Brooklyn, Milwaukee, obviously first tier and then only three Eastern Conference, which I wanted to put the Hawks there just out of respect because they, you know, they made the second round and made the conference finals. Unless unless Trey Young gets better like that, you you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Part of me says um, there's really no tier two in the East to tier tier uh, tier three in the oh wait tier two tier two in the East because. We know who tier one is, and that's it. Like it yeah. just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't matter who tier. Like, but still, I, putting the Bulls on the same level as the, as the Sixers feels disrespectful. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I agree. No, I, I actually think the Sixers are honestly in the same tier at because they're like the one B, right? They're like they're not as good as the Nets or Bucks at all. I but think that's why I have the them Celtics. as second round exits because I feel like last year you could make an argument like the Sixers could make the finals. This year, I don't think it's there. This year, no, it's no, like, no, no, no. They can't. They can't. But they're better than the Celtics, Bucks. Celtics Heat and uh and whoever Hawks. your third team was Hawks yeah they're, they're they're just better than all of them I think so I guess that they're like top of tier two I guess and those are like middle I don't know but I I think it's pretty clear cut that the Sixers are like kind of in the category in their own on yeah. in the East there's like, like a separate category one, that's like they yeah. expect to make the conference championship type of thing exactly which is like Denver but, could expect to be second in the West. Warriors could yeah. expect Suns. Maybe Utah believes so in I themselves. Think, I, I think all those teams you just mentioned are better than the Sixers. <sighs> it's tough because Joel. Because again, when in doubt, I just go to who's the best player, and Joel Embiid is. You know, he's that dude. Like Jokic yeah, he is, is obviously that dude, and Curry's that yeah. dude. But yeah, exactly. And then like, yeah, then I look I, at Utah, just, and I'm like, eh. Uh, Utah, uh, not doesn't Donovan have Mitchell. Like the Donovan Mitchell gets so disrespected, like because I agree, like I feel the same way too. But Donovan Mitchell's freaking nasty, dude. Just because he plays on the Jazz. But Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell's young enough. But Donovan Mitchell's still tier three. I feel like, like I don't feel like he's tier two star yet. Like I still feel like he's in the group with like Paul George and Jimmy and Devin Booker. Oh yeah, oh they, yeah. Then then then, what do you think tier two is? Tier two is um. I guess Curry's technically tier one. So tier two is like Harden, Embiid, Jokic, Anthony Davis, LeBron. Um, oh, okay. Damian yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's definitely not tier two. Then I mean, like, I like in, in that case, I was gonna say Tatum's tier two. But if you're put if the, if that's your tier two, no, Tatum's. Oh yeah, top. no. This year, this year specifically, tier one is just Giannis and Kevin Durant. Listen, and, l- listen. 
and curry curry should be there. oh yeah sorry I and think. curry i keep forgetting yeah. curry i keep excluding him from this list luca's also tier two i didn't mention him but uh, luca is almost as tier one but like I, I i respect that yeah i respect that i because this is a harsh reality of the nba luca is tier one but he's not tier one yet if you know what yeah. i'm saying no he's gonna be the face of his generation with right there with zion i think zion like we don't know what to do because they haven't made the playoffs yet but well, and, and he's just, like kind of injured and uh, yeah i just we don't know what to do with zion e- yeah. even though zion is going to be tier one 100 percent. same we just thing don't know what to do there are them. two people that i've just left off the list entirely this year it's Kawhi and zion like i just don't know what to do with either of them so they just both don't get to go on the list anywhere yeah yeah because you don't know what to put them yeah i mean because tatum i think could easily be be tier two this year yeah Tatum can get there. We keep saying this is the year Tatum's going to get there, and this is Tatum's like like make or break year, and for his career, like he could be, like he could, at best, I think he could be like a top, what like top? He probably is he a top ten player just outside. Uh, if ten is Damian Lillard, where would you put him? I oh my god, dude! Because I, I I just don't know what to do do with Damian Lillard either. <laughs> okay, how about ten uh, is James Harden? If ten is James Harden, then how close is he to the top? It's so tough. I I like like he's either eight or twelve. Like it's just I I because he could be better than James Harden, but we don't really oh, know what James okay. Harden is. Let's play this game then with, with the Celtics fans. So I'll just go down the list of tier three guys. So Jason Tatum or Jimmy Butler right now? Tatum. Okay, that's emphatic. Jason Tatum or Chris Middleton? Tatum. Uh, Tatum or Devin Booker? Uh, wash. Like, I just, I just, like, I don't know. Like, I, if, if Devin Booker does, does what he did last year, I think he's better than Tatum. Totally fair. Uh, D- uh, Tatum or Donovan Mitchell? Tatum. Yeah, so then Tatum's, uh, Tatum or Paul George. I feel like I know where you're going to go with that, but Tatum or Paul George? But but that one's I think even closer. I think you don't respect Paul George as much as I do. I think Paul George might be better than Tatum. I think I think I think Paul <laughs> George. Is, yeah, this is the reason why I like the tier system more, so I don't have to debate whether or not Paul George is the twelfth yeah. or thirteenth best player. But it's actually I think, funny you say that because I think I think Paul George is Tatum now. Like Tatum is as good as Paul George. Tatum has the ability to be better than Paul George. You know what I'm saying? Like I think yeah. he is just as good as Paul George today. I think. Yeah. And, and to be fair, be, like you are correct. I am disrespecting Paul George. I just said the Clippers led by Paul George would be the 10 seed. So I'm being quite disrespectful. But to that's Paul also George. the Western Conference, though. That's he, the Western Conference is a freaking wagon, bro. Like, and his wagon. second best player might be Marcus Morris. <laughs> yeah. Terrence Mann or something like that. Like, I, just, I think like, Bledsoe's yeah, I don't know. there now. Is Bled, I think Bledsoe's yeah. oh, a Clipper. Oh, oh, oh I s- Oh, so I saw this on Twitter, and so I, something I thought was hilarious. I didn't know Ju- I didn't know Justice Winslow was on the Clippers. Had no idea, and I had no idea Eric Bledsoe was on the Clippers either. And Eric Bledsoe has braces now. Oh, good for Eric Bledsoe. He kind of just disappeared, right? Like he 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 played terrible in the bubble, and they lost to the Heat, and then we just kind of forgot about him for a while. But... I think he got cut. I think no. So and what then... happened was he was in the Drew Holiday trade, and then he was on the Pelicans last year. Yeah, no, no, I know, no, no, I know, but I think he got caught or he got like traded, then like, then like, then like waved or something. Oh, yeah, like, something so happened. Would you like to know the magical journey of Eric Bledsoe this offseason? So he yeah, was, it was, he was all over the place. So he was a Pelican last year. I only know this because I do NBA analysis for Slump Buster, but so Eric Bledsoe was traded in the Valanchunas trade 
to the Grizzlies, and Valanchunas is now a Pelican for people who haven't been paying attention. So Valanchunas went to the Pelicans, and Bledsoe went to the Grizzlies, and then they traded Bledsoe for Patrick Beverly. Oh yeah, yes, 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 I remember that. And then, and then Patrick Beverly went to the Timberwolves. Yeah, and Patrick Beverly, I think, is still a Timberwolf. I don't think they bought yeah. him out. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's actually, yeah, I think he's actually a good player for the Timberwolves. They need, like, grit like that. And then they all... For then, a bad um, team. For a Timberwolves team, that's yeah. going to be bad this year. But uh, What's his name? Um, uh, Herman Gomez, Juan Herman oh, Gomez, Juancho. or whatever. Yeah, Juancho Hernan Yeah, he's on Gomez. the Celtics now. Oh, uh, that's fun. See, I've got a bunch of names here because, uh, the you know, spoiler I, I actually like him. I think he's a good player, like a uh, sneaky good player. Juancho's a, he's a cult figure guy. Like, you know how Caruso is like a cult figure? Juancho's like a cult figure role oh, player. Oh, really? Okay. But, so, so because cause I, I have no, I don't even know who he is, but like, I think he's a good, he's a kind of a sneaky little it's like Boban. It's like Boban, where he's you know he's a bench player. He'll give you twenty points every now and then, and the cult of Juancho yeah. will come out. He can and also just... shoot a little bit too. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's Juancho. Everyone loves Juancho. <laughs> Everyone loves him. It's he's just a little cult figure. He also has a fun moment where he like spanks someone on the bench in celebration of a three pointer made. Like there's. There's a lot of fun stuff with Juancho Hernan Gomez. So yeah, you guys will you guys will learn to love Juancho this year, and you might you might see the Juancho cult kind of like pull up whenever he does something on your Celtics Twitter or whatever. <laughs> he, he whenever Juancho does something, I think his little his group of people like the people who love Caruso. There's a smaller group that loves Hernan Gomez. The same people who love Facundo Campaso too. Like every time he does, yeah. A there's pass. also this girl. There's this girl that I follow. I don't even know why I follow her, but she like. Like, literally is obsessed with her um, Wancho, and he like she legit like follows him everywhere he goes. And I'm like, dude, I I respect it. I definitely respect it. But he is not. He's not like you know freaking LeBron or something. You know what I mean? Like insane. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing with a lot of these weird players that we adapt. We get cult followings towards. It's like, yeah, they do they do fun stuff. Everyone's like, you know, all of a sudden Bleacher Reports posting about Caruso because it drives engagement. Like, we did, NBA Twitter does weird things like that. We do that. Can in I NFL also say, can, can I can I go on a quick side note? Of course, Bleacher Report is the absolute goat. People need to stop making fun of Bleacher Report. They're so much better than ESPN. It's not even funny. They they cover it all. Well, ESPN's just trying to be Bleacher Report. Like Bleacher Report, Bleacher got Report ahead of the is curve. far beyond the best by far. I think I don't think it's and even now, close. Yeah, now they have the Turner support behind it. Like during that entire like Dodgers Giants series, you just see the whole time like follow BR Walk Off for more MLB content. Like they're actually like putting investment behind it, which is kind of a cool thing. Like they're putting they corporate are dollars so into good, it. dude so good like i just can't even tell you how much i like bleacher report because like i do think they're a little bit of homers but at the end of the day dude their content is so much better than espn like they're gonna put espn out of business soon they really are not at least in business. the digital well, in strong. the digital marketing i think like the victory for them is that they have the turner thing and turner and espn have the same business model at this point which is just we're gonna invest in tons of did you know that they sports. bought do you know turner bought them in like 2012 Bleacher Report, yeah, because they also bought uh, House of Highlights around the same. Yeah, but time. I didn't know it was that long ago. Like that was insane. Yeah, cool. Bleacher Report just used to be kind of like just an arm of Turner, but now they actually promote Bleacher Report on their like actual like broadcasts and stuff, which is kind of a a, a good thing because Bleacher Report is really good content, and they've used it as their version of Sports Center, basically because. 
they're doing the ESPN business model of we're going to invest in live sports and that's going to be our sports content, except Turner doesn't do like sports center and like talk show content like ESPN does. They just, they play re re watched episodes of law and order instead, but they've decided that the way to drive people in is by, you know, getting into baseball in the playoffs, getting into hockey, getting into basketball, which they were obviously partners for a long time. AEW wrestling, like they're, they're yeah. really going for the live sports game and Bleacher Report. They do like a really good arm. job about it too. Really good. Um yeah, so they got bought. So yeah, Bleacher Report was made in 2000. I'm looking it up right now. Got made in 2005 and was bought by Turner in 2012 for 175 million which honestly is probably a freaking steal at this point like i bet you they're worth like billions now bleacher report it's got to be i mean a page that has you know 100 million followers has got to be worth a lot yeah like and then and then i'm gonna see how much i mean um, they employ like a legitimate arm of journalists basically like it's it's incredible how big Bleacher Report is at this point. Uh, Bleacher Report has well, that's wait, what is it? What did they pay for it? One hundred seventy-five million. Let's see. Uh, Bleacher Report's net worth and earnings. This is great content right now. Let's see. Um, <laughs> their YouTube channel is just worth about five million dollars alone, which is kind of hey, crazy. How do you know that? Uh, it, someone reported on it on oh, networthspot.com. Okay. Just the YouTube channel alone, which has like 2 million followers or something, ha- is worth um, $5 million. So that's just YouTube. I don't know what else they've got. You know, I don't even understand. How, how is that even possible? I mean, you, you, once you reach, I mean, you make ad revenue on YouTube. Like yeah, that's true. Every, you know, well, you get a cut of the ad revenue. On I would love to make $5 million on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that kid who, like, reviews toys on YouTube make, like, $7 million a year or something like that? Yeah, no, yeah, no. There's there's people who make crazy money. Oh, all right, this is not even sport. I, actually, I, I, I'm i going to leave it for my final thought. It's not sports-related, but I really do want to talk about this. Well, is there anything you got left in the NBA? Because uh, I've got I've got one more NBA thing to close us out with, of Go course. Ahead. I got nothing left. Well, so... There's, you know, the teams that drafted their stars at the top of this year's draft, like, you know, Jalen Green, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, like, yep. are those teams going to be interesting at all this year? Because I know we've I done this the, in the past. I think the Rockets are going to be interesting. I really do. And that's fair. But like in the past, we've been like, oh my gosh, it's Zion's first game. And it's like, oh, look at this. It's, oh, oh, not, oh, not like that. Not like, no, no, like no I, I know what you mean. We've all yeah, kind yeah, of agreed. The, it's that not going to be teams. like media frenzy like that. Like I actually think Cade Cunningham is the most boring first overall pick I've ever seen. I, I, I don't even know when he's playing. I, dude, like, dude, when, when Ja and Zion play for the first time, like I knew about it for like, like a month. Dude, I actually remember that first game Zion played was insane, dude. When he like hit those threes and stuff, like yeah. I'll never forget that. Zion's probably not a great example because we all knew yeah. he was going to be special. Like we knew years, that dude was a revolution at Duke and that doesn't happen in college basketball anymore. But 
even still, I feel like we're just not getting excited about that. The, those rookies were like, oh, it's a really good draft class. Look at these top three guys and Jalen Suggs. Maybe it's their teams. Like they went to yeah, some oh, like, no, boring I, I, franchises. I don't think it helps them. Yeah, they, there's some terrible franchises that they're, they're playing for. Yeah, like Cade Cunningham has no help on the Pistons. Like the no. Cavs are not interesting at all. I don't even know how Evan Mobley fits into what they're trying to do. Evan Mobley could be a freaking stud though. I mean, I want to think so, but like he's like third priority right now because they got Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Like this could be the funny like in the in the future. Like how could we have thought that? Like um, what was the guy's name like Miles or something on the cat or whatever his name was? He like thought that the Cavs drafted LeBron James to help him get more offense or something. But even like maybe we could laugh at that later. But. It just feels like they don't know what to do with Evan Mobley at this point. It feels like, you know, the Rockets are going to build around Jalen Green, but that doesn't really get people super excited, I guess. No. I mean, they they, they talk about the other kid more. What's his name? Uh, Suggs or Cunningham? Uh, no, no, sorry. The kid on the um, on the Rockets. I always forget his name. Um, he played for the Cavs for a little bit. They caught him. I forget his name. Oh, um, Kevin Porter. Yeah, they yeah. they all they they freaking love that dude. That man, we did a couple podcasts on him a while ago because it looked like he was having like a mental breakdown. But that dude has like a crazy headline. Like he had a crazy headline like every four weeks of like something I've just yeah, never he, seen before. Like, but he is a stud though. Like he's yeah. a stud. No, he dropped fifty points in a game last year. Like he's ridiculously talented. It's just like he got cut for like cursing out the locker room staff because he was injured and they gave Torian Prince his locker while he was out for like three months or something and he like just started going on a tirade that's what ended up getting him cut he had a weird like suicidal note on Facebook that was kind of confusing and his car flipped over on the freeway and then um was it like Sterling Brown got like stabbed outside a nightclub and all of a sudden it was like oh wait there's Kevin Porter who's also in this photo for some reason yeah 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 yeah, that dude had like weird headlines like every week in Cleveland and or like every month yep. or something and every yeah. day basically, honestly. It was it was weird. But yeah, he's I mean cuz uh, by the way, I was for for the final thought today, I was looking up depth charts and apparently John Wall is the fifth point guard on the Rockets depth chart right now. Like they're just not going to play him this year. <laughs> like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they're trying to trade him. Well, they already said that he um they were trying to find a partner uh, like a trade partner. Yeah, but no one wants that contract. Nobody. No, it's, wants yeah, that they're contract. gonna have to eat half it, which which they're not gonna do. They're just gonna say go sit in Cabo. You can't even. Yourself. Yeah, you can't even do that in the NBA. They just have to match it with another awful contract. Oh which, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if there is another awful contract quite like that. But the Rockets kind of bungled that thing, didn't they? <laughs> and also yeah, they, they have oh, like yeah. oh yeah they did. Westbrook is way better than John Wall. They just didn't want like yeah that whole thing was just really dumb. They bungled it, and also they have like five first round picks this year <laughs> because they got Brooklyn's pick, they got Milwaukee's pick. Yeah, they they're gonna have to move pick. some of those picks like down the road a little bit. I mean, right now they don't got a lot of talent. Let me just tell you, as someone who's going through those rosters, they don't have a lot of talent on that team. Like, no, I'm no. amazed how that thing fell apart so quickly. I'm amazed Eric yeah, Gordon Ke- is still there. I don't Kelly Olynyk is, is, yeah, Eric Gordon got completely boned. He's still just sitting there, like how is he still away. there? He's, how have they not traded him yet? I don't understand. Yeah, no, it. yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how we how he's like allowing them to still like like no 
dude, what the hell? I don't understand it. Like, everyone's like trading first round picks for JJ Reddick and he never played. Like, how are they not getting a good offer for Eric Gordon? Like, I feel yeah, like everyone good, wants him. Yeah, he's a good role player. Like, he's good on like several teams. Yeah, I don't understand how we just like really no one wants Eric Gordon. Maybe they're asking like two first rounders, but Robert Covington got two first rounders. Like, how has no one like offered Eric Gordon a, a deal yet? That's so weird. Yeah, I know, seriously. I just love it. Anyways, so do you want to get to final thoughts here today yes. on the DSD pod? Which is. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. What you got? Check out. Um, Cam, all right, so this is Check not sports DSD. related. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, sorry I forgot. That. I forgot too. Check out DSD as well. It's a great place to get all of your content and stuff. Anyways, sorry. Thank you. Go ahead. No, you're no problem. So I don't know if you. I don't know if you pay attention to this. Uh, uh, the phenomenon uh, Squid Games. I don't know if you pay attention to that. I mean, we've done Kyle doesn't know movies or whatever in the past, but it's a TV show. Yeah, I know it's it's a TV show on Netflix and. Yeah. I know it, it, it doesn't even matter. It's not even about the TV. It's not even about the TV show. Yeah, it's about. So it's I mean, so, so you know what I'm talking about, though. You, yes, you've I seen know, it. The memes, yeah. all this. I yes. know it's it's, it'd be hard are. to be on the Internet without knowing it, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of get I get the premise of the show. It's just people go play games at their lowest levels and they kill them if you don't win. Yes. But also, if you win, you get a bunch of money, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. I get I get the concept of the show. Yeah. Yes. OK, so you got it now. <laughs> Mr. Beast, you know, Mr. Beast is. Uh, I don't think so. Oh man, we have a lot of work to do with you. But <laughs> Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast is the probably the biggest social media god. He's a god on on YouTube. He's got like I don't know, like like while while I'm actually on YouTube right now. Let me just go check to see how many followers. Okay, he has. it's so, gonna be like in the hundred millions probably. Yeah, if you ask me to name three YouTubers, I could maybe get it for you. But he's not. A, he he is a YouTuber, but he's like. He's bigger than that. Like he is literally Mr. Social Media, dude. He's insane. Um, his Damn. YouTube it has seventy one million. Oh, I've followers. seen this dude. I've seen this guy. I know yeah. who he is. So okay, so he posted something on TikTok, um, like a, like a couple days ago, being like, if this gets uh, ten million likes, I will do. I will recreate a Squid Games because I part of Mr. Beast like. Um, like shtick is he does like really funny things where he's like, okay, I'm going to go and give away a house today mm-hmm. and he'll legit just like get like legit just give away a house, but some, but somehow he'll find a way to use that for like, you know, he basically makes money on giving away money. It's, it's kind of genius, but he said, we're going to recreate squid games. If you get 10 million likes, he got 10 million likes in like 11 hours, which is just like insane. So now <laughs> he posted on Twitter saying, I'm going to actually do this. Obviously, he can't kill the people, but he needs to do something where it's like very content oriented. I submitted my name in 13 seconds. I will do whatever the hell he wants me to do. I will fly out <laughs> on my own dime. I will do it. Oh, and my God. I, I have not heard anything back yet. <laughs> that is so fantastic. we will see. I will do whatever he wants. I will whatever. Like this is so 
up my alley. This is my big break. I need to get on the Squid Games with Mr. Beast. I need it. That is your goal in life right now, is to find a way to make it yep. on Squid Games with Mr. Beast. Uh, I don't even care about the winning the money. I'll donate the money. I need it for the clout. You just want the clout of being on the thing. That's it. You know what? Credit to you. I, I, I hope that this works out for you so that you can get a big break and get to your million followers or just be like one of those people on... Uh, so basically what you're doing right now is you're trying to be one of those people who goes on The Bachelor and just Yeah, like, I just need to get a little cuz like I am there. I have the I have the foundation. I need to get this like kind of breakthrough clout and this would be it. I need to get on it and it's So no you're clout chasing. I got you. You're clout chasing. Oh, 100%. No, 100%. And I'll and I'll donate the money to whatever anyone wants. Like I will I will donate all the money. I really will. Okay. I hope Mr. Beast listens to the is one of the the few dozen people <laughs> who listens to the DSD podcast. So, yes, that you can plead your case here on this wonderful platform that you have. So, yeah. Uh, where I have for the final thought today is an annual tradition of course, which is who he play for because the NBA okay. season kicks off this week and we got to ask our boy Cam who all of these many NBA players play for. Now Cam did pretty well last year. Cam my goal always when I do who he play for is to get more wrong than right. That's always my goal is how can we get more wrong than right. And so Last year, I'm pretty sure you beat me because I was asking like Brad Wanamaker questions or Kent Bazemore, who I think ended up on a different team than he was on. I'm going to be honest with you. This year, I'm not going to do as well as I did last year. We will see because these are all pretty recognizable names. So I'm okay. afraid that this could like you were keeping track of the NBA this offseason and kind of. No, so so I was, but I don't have like I'm not in it like I was like I was freaking like in it in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in there. Yeah. Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I have. 12 names here i technically have 15 but we're just going to do 12 for the sake of podcast sake we have 12 names we'll see my goal is to make sure you get six if you only get six then i feel good about my job this year so okay this is always a fun time for me i was doing it yesterday in the middle of the dodgers giants game and i didn't i forgot how much fun doing who he play for is so i'm feeling good about this time around nice uh, again, based on what I hope will be easiest to hardest, but it's always difficult okay. to gauge these things. This is what I think is easiest. And, and this is what I do for a hardest. job for people what they know. Yes. This is what I do for a job. Pretty much. So first up, we have Rodney, where to hood, where to hood, where to hood at? Where is Rodney Hood <laughs> playing? So this is the easiest or the hardest? I think this is the easiest. Okay, well, we, we might have a little bit of trouble here. I, I, I think I know. Um, all right, so the, you, you know my color index that I do? Yes. I know. I Just because of my color index, I know where you, where you went. He went to the Bucks. That is correct. Rodney Hood is a Milwaukee Buck. Yep. That was a good job on your part. So it, It's the yeah. color index, man. It's the color index. Color index is how green. you keep track. That, that's a good way, because green is either him or the Celtics. Yeah, and I knew it wasn't the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I think those are the only two green teams, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe the Jazz. The Jazz have a green. A That's green. true, but you don't think of that as like the primary yeah, no, you Jazz You think of like color. yellow and purple or whatever. Yeah. All right, next up, we have 
Hassan Whiteside. Where is Ooh. Hassan Whiteside playing? Um. <sighs> All right. So I, this is definitely not a guarantee. Um, I want to say. Okay. So last year he played for the Kings, I think. Um, and I know he signed with a new team. Um, oh, it's the Jazz. It is Speaking the, of the jazz. jazz. It's the Jazz. It is oh, okay. the Utah yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazz. Well done. Okay. That was totally unironic. I was thinking of doing a different one, but there you go. It turned out yeah, uh, well. like, I don't even know why. I just like it just kind of came to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hassan Whiteside is indeed a Utah Jazz. I think that's how you say it. He's a Jazz. I think that's how it works. He's a Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. F it. All right. Next up, we have JaVale McGee, three-time NBA um, champion JaVale McGee. All right, this one I think I don't think I know. I, I know he signed. Okay, so I know he was on the Nuggets, and he signed with uh, – all right, so there's there's four teams I think he signed. I, I, I know it's at the Lakers. I th- think it's the Suns, but I, I don't know. Um. Bucks, Nets. No, nah, it's the Suns. It is the Suns. I am. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed here because you're already three for three at this point. So, well, so the reason the reason why I knew Javale McGee is because I remember um, he played for the Nuggets, and then I, I, I kind of keep track of it several ways. I say what's the what's the colors of the teams as well as like where they were last year. I don't know why I remember this type of stuff. I mean, it's a good way to go about it is remembering where they were recently because then you can kind of follow paths off and of that, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. Where it could theoretically go. So next up, this was the name I was talking about earlier because it's the one that uh, you you always are amazed that I can say it. It's Namaja Bajialitsa. Where is uh, Bajialitsa? No idea. No idea? Uh, he... Heat, heat. I don't even know. He was on the Heat. Oh, you guess Heat. I'm sorry. Yeah, were you guessing Miami? Yeah, I I, I don't know. Okay, heat. he is a Golden State Warrior. Oh, ne- never would have gotten that. <laughs> I w- so, so so he was on the Heat last year, right? Yeah, he was he was uh, traded at the deadline to Miami, and then Miami so I had I had out. no chance of getting his. I I don't deserve to get his get it right because I didn't even know how to say his name. So yeah, deal. you were like Bajilica last year. I was like <laughs> Nemaja Bajilica. I'm I'm not even gonna try because I'm still never gonna get it, <laughs> dude. When you say his name, sometimes I literally don't even know who you're talking about. It, has, it takes me a second to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about. Yeah, now. guy who hit a half court shot for the Kings that one yeah. time, and then they I, I don't think they even got anything for him. I think they got like Mo Harkless for or like him. a second round pick or something. They got, yeah. I think uh, the Heat don't even have picks. I think it was like like KJ Akpala or something like or KZ Akpala yeah. and and Mo yeah. Harkless or something like. They didn't really get anything for Bajilica. So, next up, what's a good one to throw out here? Ooh, this is a good one. Where is Al Farouk Aminu? Oh, man. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even think he was in the NBA still. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's so great. Oh, I love when that happens. Um... Oh, actually, you know what? I do remember he did sign somewhere. 
I think he was on the Magic last year, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe the Bulls. Is- um, oh, it's a it's a a black team. Um, oh, the Spurs. Jesus Christ! How did you get that? that <laughs> so the so yeah, he signed a huge contract with Orlando. Then they traded him in the Vucevic trade, and then he traded in the DeRozan trade. Like so, DeRozan could sign and trade with the Bulls. Oh, how did you get oh, that? That's amazing. <laughs> you were it's like, the colors, bro. Trust me. Start start using that metric. It'll help you. You were like, I didn't even know he was still in the league, and then you got the right answer. That's just stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is. I'm really. I'm, it's funny because I'm not even like that smart. Dude. I just like know my basketball teams. You couldn't even get Bajielitsa, and you, this one was this one was harder. Or this one was harder than Bajielitsa. Jesus, <laughs> I don't understand that. Good lord, that was a good job on your part. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, I love that surprise that you had in your voice. I, that was, I, I thought good. I had you. I thought you were just going to throw out like, I don't know, like I don't know, the Clippers or something. I was like, in fairness, in fairness, if I were to guess a random team, it probably would have been the Spurs anyways. Spurs are going to be bad this year. This is correct. Yeah. Spurs are going to be really bad. Maybe in pops last year. They're going to they're going to suck this year. Uh, yeah. We have the Hall of Famer on the actual who he play for of inside the NBA, which is Garrett Temple. Which Chuck has never gotten right across four years. Where is Garrett Temple playing? Um, I yeah, I, I literally, I don't know. Like, I, like, I I don't even know the Bulls. I I literally don't even know. Bulls was a good guess because he was on the Bulls last year. He is now a New Orleans Pelican. I think he was yeah, in the Lonzo Ball never trade. Known that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna know. Yeah, no chance. If you knew Bulls, no, like, I, I, your ass dust deducted Alfaruka Minu somehow. Like, if you got Bulls, you could have figured the Pelicans because that one wasn't even a signing. That was a that was a trade. Yeah, because because I assumed that I, I knew he played there last year. I just didn't remember because I knew he was in the trade. I almost said the Spurs too, but I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like maybe it's a trick question, but no, no. I did I have any repeats? I might have had one repeat. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. We'll find out later, I guess. Oh, I just meant in the whole arsenal. I I don't remember if I... Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I guess we'll find out as we go down. So we're halfway through. You're four for six. I thought those were the easier ones, except Alfaru Kaminu. So (laughs) we'll see how this ends up going across the next few. So next up, we have Derek Favors. Where is Derek Favors? Um, uh, I know this. Uh, oh, this one's wicked hard. I, I, I actually don't think I know. Um, I want to, um, oh man, I, th- I think I feel like this is right too, and I just I'm just it's kind of a guess. Is it the Thunder? It is the Thunder. Oh, okay, great. But job. it was a guess, but like I kind of knew it. I kind of knew that. I remember he was like because that was a signing, right? Uh, I think it was like a trade dump for like a 2027 second round pick or something. Yeah, it was like it was like one of those like 
sign. It was like trades, but like he. Yeah, well, maybe not. I don't remember actually. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. Need, I just going through death chart. I'm like, oh my god, Derek Favors is on the. I would have gotten that one wrong. I would have said he was still on the Jazz. I just, I just looked it up. I just typed it in. I didn't realize that Derek Favors is was the third overall pick in the 2010 draft. That is oh, yeah, insane. he was the main piece traded in the Darren Williams trade when Darren Williams went from Utah to Brooklyn or New Jersey, that I think, insane. at the time. Yeah, New Jersey yeah, gave New up Jersey, the number yeah. three pick, and that was Derek Favors. Yeah, fun wow. fact. Derek Favors was the main piece in the Darren Williams trade. Who I think is still getting paid by the Nets. I think up until like last year, Darren Williams was still getting paid by the Nets. Respect. <laughs> so I don't know if that one worked out too well for either side, but yeah, it was a good no. run for Darren Williams. Two All Stars. We think Tyler Hero can get that. Maybe Tyler Hero can At be Darren. At that time, Williams. Darren Williams was the best point guard in the league. Him and Chris Paul, probably right. Yeah, I think so. Who else would be on that list? Uh, yeah, it might have been those two. Now that I think about it, I don't. I don't think there was anyone else at the top there. Um, yeah, maybe Rondo. Oh God, oh God, I can't. There's got to be someone else we're forgetting. It can't Rondo. Yeah, I mean definitely. Derek Rose was coming on at that time, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, Rondo was always overrated. Celtics fans freaking love Rondo, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, is Rondo still a Clipper? I don't even know where Rondo is now. Uh uh yeah. No, he's in the Lakers. He's in the Lakers. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Playoff Rondo went back to the Lakers. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he threw the ball off of Westbrook's face last night. It was actually hilarious. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That's right. He's he's back there. He uh, the the whole squad's back together again. <laughs> Everyone's got bands back. Yes, the 2020. They tried to do something different. They're like, nope, we're just going right back to old people. That's if we're, we're, we won a championship with old people. We're gonna go back to being old again. So, uh, yes, uh, five for seven. I don't like my chances now because I'd have you'd have to miss all of these. So let's see what's next. Uh, where is Dwayne Dedman? I don't even, I, uh, uh, I actually don't even know what team he's on before. Um, uh, for some reason, oh my, uh, did he play? He played for, oh, was, oh wait, he played for the Heat last year, I think. He did not, but he is on the Heat now. So oh. you got it. Oh. <laughs> oh, he wasn't on the Heat last year. No, he was on the Hawks last year, and then he he went to the Heat this offseason. Maybe he was a deadline guy, but he's on the Heat now. No, no, he played for the he played for the Heat last year for like a couple games, I think. Huh? I guess Miami just kind of got bounced early in the season then. So yeah, you got it. You 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 yeah. got it. He's on Miami. So well done on Jeez. your part. Dwayne Dedman is a Miami Heat. So, uh, I got four left. Well, technically, I have more to choose from, but it's there's four left here. So, what's a good one to throw out here? Ooh, where does Ben McLemore play? Uh, man, I, I actually don't. I, I don't even know. Uh... I don't know. I'm just guessing Portland. Jesus Christ, he got it. Oh my lord. That was that was a 100 percent guess. Stupid. That's just I stupid. Just, I pulled that one out of my left cheek and threw that at you. That's just stupid. That's unfair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. You no, know, he's on Portland. 
God. That one was a, there was no there was no color recognition. That was a guess. God damn, he's on Portland. Yeah. I actually now that I'm now that I'm saying it out loud, I can remember when they signed him on. They signed him in the off season. I think I think it was he like got a big, big yeah. I think he got a big contract yeah. too. Like yeah, he got like a decently big contract. I don't even think, think it was like a actually. league minimum thing. I think he got like a legit contract. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So so be it. Now we have three left here. What? Which one should I go with first? Uh, ooh, there's four I really want to do. Let's see. Where is technical 2021 NBA champion Tory Craig now playing? Um, because he was on the Bucks and the Suns last year. Yeah, yeah. So he was on the Bucks first, Sun second, re- and then signed with the yellow team Pacers. Yeah, you got it. Well done on your part. I guess Tory Craig is recognizable enough for you to figure out. It's not very recognizable. I just remembered, like, it's it's the color thing, dude. Trust me. It's going to really help you out now that you know this. Yeah, I, this, this one couldn't have helped me out at all. Uh, where is <laughs> Trey Lyles? Oh, Uh, I, uh, oh, oh my God! You're gonna get so pissed. I know where he is. He was one of those people. They all they signed to the Pistons. Yep, you got it. He's a Piston. <laughs> Wait, how many of I got right? Uh, I think you're eight for ten, right? Eight for eleven? Nine for eleven? Have we done? Jeez. Do we have two? Yeah, we have two left. So ten, eight for ten, I think. That's well, I mean, last year you did about, I think, 75 for 80 percent. So you are doing awesome so far this year. Well, I'm, I'm stunned. I thought I was going to do bad, but maybe not that bad. No, well played on your part. All right. I got two left here to try and get you with. So we have Chris Dunn, who got five million dollars to score five points last year. Where is yeah, he Chris went Dunn? to the Celtics. Um, and then he got traded to the Grizzlies. So he's on the Grizzlies. Oh, that's just fake. You were Celtics guy. I forgot about that. You, of yeah. course you would yeah, know he, the Celtics moves. Ugh. Yeah. He went to, uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, it was a Herman Gomez. I think was in that trade. I can't remember. Oh, exactly that's how you got that. Juancho. Nice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's how you pulled in Juancho. That one was a little, that was my fault. I shouldn't have asked you. That Celtics was a layup. question. I'm not good. I was yeah. a layup. You shouldn't have asked you Celtics guy. Uh, Oh, I, I think Carson Edwards also was in that trade, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, Carson Edwards isn't a Celtic anymore? Damn. That's no. unfortunate for Carson Edwards. I, I don't know. Maybe the Grizzlies are a good place to be. Uh, this is just Maybe a, a bonus one. Do you know where Grayson Allen is now? Yes, I do. He's on the box. Yeah, I thought that would be an easy one, but that's. Uh, I'm just thinking of former The only Grizzlies. reason why I know that is because uh, they said that he is the most athletic white guy on the box, and he, and then, um, <laughs> uh, what's his name, was pissed about it. What's uh, his name? It could uh, be, it could be, the funny thing is it could be one of two people right now. <laughs> you could be talking about one of two athletic white guys. It's not guys. DiVincenzo, it's the other guy. Connaughton. What's his name? Uh, yeah, he was pissed. He's like, no, it's me. Dude, and the, was content like was in the dunk contest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was kind of a, it was like a, it was a joke. It was yeah. a joke, but it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty it's, awesome. When it's Connaughton's one name to cl- or one claim to fame, he's yeah, going to exactly. defend it with his honor. Yeah, exactly. All right. Next up, finally, we have Stanley Johnson, former number eight pick in the NBA draft. Where is Stanley Johnson? I don't think I know this one. Um, he was on the um, 
Raptors. Mm, I don't remember if there was a trade. He just signed somewhere probably, right? Um, Who did the Raptors, did they trade for anybody? Um, Dragic. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, do you want to venture a guess? Uh, the Hawks. Good, right color. You're on the on the lines at the color thing. He, Stanley Johnson is a Chicago Bull. Oh, really? Oh, how'd that? Ha- did he sign? I think there? he just signed there. Like I, huh, I think okay. he's like the twelfth guy down the depth chart. He's holding, yeah, holding yeah, on in the NBA, but uh, that's a horrible spot for him, actually. Yeah, I think he got. I, if I remember, Stanley Johnson got drafted ahead of someone really good. I just can't remember. Yeah, who no, he, no, that's a horrible spot for him. I'm looking it up right now. Um, he's on the Bulls, and he was a 2015 draft. Oh, that means he was ahead of Devin Booker. Oof, that's tough. Let's see who else. Uh, is he was number eight overall. Yeah, that means he was ahead of Booker. Yeah. Actually, that draft wasn't as good as I thought. It's like Justice Winslow, Miles Turner. Yeah, Miles Turner. I yeah. Uh, Trey Devin Lyles, Booker, who was drafted Ter- one pick Terry before Rozier. Devin Booker. <laughs> Terry Rozier ended up being a pretty good player. Yeah, no, Terry Rozier's still pretty good. That was actually kind of a that was actually a really good pick by the Celtics, to be honest. Yeah, and then they they chose Kemba Walker over him. I think they kind of regret that now, but uh, which was a bad decision. Yes, I think they regret that, but you know. Terry Rozier's been a what's he done in Charlotte? He's averaging twenty a game. That makes him what a top hundred player. If you gave a hundred players enough minutes, they could score twenty a game in the NBA. It's pretty good. I mean, he's a he, yeah. He he would let's put it this way: if he was in the Celtics this year, the Celtics would be I think better than Miami Heat. If he was if he was a starting point guard, because because who's a, is friggin' Marcus Smart is their part starting point guard. I'm not feeling too good about that. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, Marcus Smart can always just play shooting guard. Who else? <laughs> I don't even know who else they have. They don't have Chris Dunn. They don't have Carson Edwards. Who else is their yeah, point it's, guard? Yeah, it's probably Schroeder. Oh, that's right. I forgot they had Schroeder. That's right. That's, He's going to be good there. He's going to be good there. I mean, considering they only paid like five million dollars for him. Yeah, like two dollars. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be fine for the Celtics. <laughs> A bag of Schroeder's going to be fine. Oh, we actually have breaking news at the end of this trade. Oh. At the end of this call. Oh, what do we have? What do we have? Ah, uh, or this or this podcast. It is the Eagles traded Zach Ertz to the Cardinals for a. Trey Godwin in a fifth round pick. Wow. Okay. We'll have some content on Red Rain then with my buddy Walter. But that's interesting because the Cardinals lost Max Williams and they've kind of been like, do something, do something. They wanted like Stephon oh, that's Gilmore. Why, oh, I was wondering that. That's why um, uh, uh, Zach Ertz was crying last night. I don't know if you saw that. He was oh, I didn't see at- that. Oh. Oh, actually, yep. That's what some TikTok content for you. Remember, guys, yes. DSC does funny things and he goes off of people's emotions. Yes, and that's DSC how I get will my sell viral your content. Tears. He will sell your yes. tears. Sell tears. Sell your tears. Sell your tears. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. So yeah, we Okay. So 
Zach Ertz. Is How it? do we react in the real time? Because I, I thought he was going to get traded this offseason. Uh, this is the beginning. of The Eagles should be doing this at the deadline. The Eagles have so many people on one-year contracts. They Miles Sanders trade. No, it's a good move. Yeah, but they, no, but it's the right move. It's the right move, especially on their rebuild, too, you know? Yeah, they, they have so many one-year contracts that they could move this trade. They're like The Eagles could be like the Chicago Cubs at the trade deadline because they've got so many one-year deals. I mentioned Miles Sanders. That's just an obvious one because he's a running back, but... Um, they've got uh, one of the edge rushers tore their ACL. I can't remember if it was Barnett or the other guy, but you could trade them at the deadline. Um, yeah, Derek Barnett, you could trade Derek Barnett. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, you could trade everyone, but Fletcher Cox on the defense and be fine. Steven Nelson, you could trade him. Like they've got so many pieces they could move at the deadline this year. And uh, Zach Ertz is the first of those moves. Apparently. Yep. Yeah, great move by the Cardinals. Great move by the Cardinals. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a good pickup. He's gonna be good there. Yeah, Arizona Arizona got a good guy there. Yeah. Didn't think we'd be ending yep. with Zach Ertz trade reaction, but this is what happens yep, we when did you do it. a two hour pod. Yeah, I know. What the hell is too long? Alright, I gotta go now. Alrighty. See you later, everybody. <laughs> Bye.